a cash-only medical practice. Would it work for you? You are listening to ReachMD XM, the channel for medical professionals. Welcome to the Business of Medicine. I'm your host, Dr. Larry Caskell, and joining me today is Dr. Rick Kellerman, a practicing family physician in Wichita, Kansas, and president of the American Academy of Family Physicians. Dr. Kellerman, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. I've been reading a lot lately about having a cash-only practice. Would you mind defining it for us? Well, I think we can define a cash-only practice as one where patients pay at the time of service, and that they can pay with cash, they can pay with a credit card or debit card or with a check. A self-pay practice may be a more accurate definition, but I think cash-only kind of captures the imagination in what in terms of what these practices are like. Isn't that kind of what things were like in the 1960s and 70s when I was growing up? I think my mother would go to the doctor and she would pay for the visit. Well, it probably was even back in the 1940s and 1950s where patients sought care and they paid at the time of service with either cash or chickens or whatever. And the relationship in terms of payment, was more direct between the physician and the patient. So it's really going back to a model that that did work, and it was successful for many years before we allowed these second and third parties to get in the way. Well, we could argue whether it was successful at that time, I suppose, and we can argue whether it's successful now also, but it has captured the imagination of physicians. Frankly, there aren't a lot of practices that are cash only, but what I find is that a lot of physicians sure think about it simply because of the hassles that we experience with insurance companies. And patients want to recapture the joy of practice, and they see the insurance companies oftentimes as triangulating between the patient and the physician. Right. We spend an, an enormous amount of money trying to collect our money, and that would be one of the practice management issues that we would be able to get rid of. What other problems do you see physicians thinking about that makes these cash-only practices more attractive? Well, I, I think you've hit a practical nail right on the head, and that is that patients that have gone to cash-only practice have a significant decrease in their overhead as much as 50% to 75% decrease in the overhead. Right now, so much of our practice costs are geared toward paying the billing clerk and the uh, accounts receivable clerk and not having clean claims and having to refile those claims and send out bills and then have some patients not pay. And so a lot of practices just, and individual physicians just find themselves on the hamster wheel in terms of having to generate revenue just to service the insurance industry, just to pay the employees to try to service the insurance industry and provide a service to patients. Cash-only practices oftentimes do provide a 1500 form for patients that they can send in to their insurance company, but that's a lot different than providing a service where you send it in as a physician or as a practice and hope you get paid and hope you get paid in a timely way. What kind of fees are these doctors charging for an average visit? Well, cash-only practice does lend itself to time-based fees. And I'd say that on the average for a family physician, those fees run about $50 for a 15-minute visit, $100 for a 30-minute visit. And that's kind of a generality. I think you have to look at your own practice community and do your own market research to see what might work if you're considering this. It is not going to work, I don't think, in all communities. Yeah, I'm thinking about just instituting in my own practice some of the the roadblocks. And, you know, every time I do just a spirometry or an EKG or a blood draw, I mean, that that adds enormous amount of money to the, the patient's visit. Well, I think that practices 
that are considering this, there are a number of things that individuals must consider. First of all, are you in a local market that can even support a cash-only practice? Do you foresee that you're going to have a clientele that would be interested in this and could pay for it and is willing to pay you for it? You have to consider what the local market will bear, so to speak. You have to consider what other individuals are practicing and what the insurance company co-pays are and just can you attract those patients. You have to think about what services are you going to offer. As you mentioned, uh, what procedures are you going to offer in your practice and how are you going to bill for those? Are you going to do lab and x-ray? Will you do hospital work and how will you bill for that? Are you going to bill for phone calls, emails? And so you have to kind of consider the entire practice in terms of what you are going to provide. When did it get so complicated? I just, it just makes me want to retire very early. I think that's what, again, not a lot of practices are doing this right now, but a lot of physicians think about it. We think of the old days. We think of dealing directly with patients. And I think that physicians are just frustrated and exasperated with the hassles in practice. And so this is something uh, that a lot of physicians dream about. If you've just joined us, you're listening to ReachMD XM, the channel for medical professionals. I'm your host, Dr. Larry Caskell, and I'm talking with Dr. Rick Kellerman, a practicing family physician in Wichita, Kansas, and president of the American Academy of Family Physicians. We're talking about a new concept known as cash-only medical practices. Dr. Kellerman, does this new practice kind of change the patient-doctor relationship in that now you kind of have to discuss fees before even deciding whether or not to to have a mole removed. Well, the doctor-patient relationship is changing, and I would point to the health savings accounts and high-deductible insurance policies. Uh, we're entering the age, or we're in the age, of consumerism in medicine, where more and more emphasis is being put on the patients making their own decisions, including those financial decisions. So... This is in an evolutionary standpoint, and one way or the other, we ought to be talking to patients about these issues anyway. I can see the the benefits to the doctor in terms of streamlining his operation and simplifying his life. What do you see as the benefits to the patient besides simplicity? One of the things you have to consider in this is if you go to a cash-only practice, will patients want to see you? And if the patients want to see you as an individual physician and they have the resources to do it, then that's, number one, a benefit for the patient. They're already complaining about a $20 copay. Exactly. If they're complaining about a $20 copay, you have to make your own decision about whether you think patients are going to follow you and pay your $50 for every 15 minutes or whatever you end up charging. But I think that patients are also... They're frustrated with the current situation in addition. And what patients may be looking for is a more personal relationship, a one-on-one relationship with the physician who is not rushed, who can spend some time with them. And many patients very likely will be willing to pay for that. There are others that won't have the resources to do it. So this does come down to a business decision. Right. I mean, I think you do get what you pay for in life. And if you are willing to pay, you will get quality. And, I mean, that's why concierge practices have popped up, but those can't pop up everywhere. Well, concierge practice, I think, is a variant of cash-only practice. We're 
one of the things about cash-only practice is that it may have, we may see some other variations, physicians who are doing only house calls, for example, and this may very well be a, an alternative for them in terms of payment and a house call practice. Many of the physicians who do this are looking for a lower volume practice, a lower overhead practice, and to have more control over their time and their practice style. Dr. Kellerman, what do you what do you think insurance companies are thinking about this concept? Do they like it? Do they not like it? Do they not care? That's a great question. I sure would not speak for the insurance companies. It seems like they make it hard enough to practice oftentimes and but I don't have a clue whether they like this or not. Again, many practices supply a 1500 form for their patients, and uh, then it's the patient's responsibility to send that in. So uh, I really can't speak for the insurance companies. What about people who cannot pay? Do we turn them away when we're a cash-only practice? Well, that's a real good question. Opponents of cash-only practice have said exactly that point, that many patients can't afford this, and it violates that equal access to care that we're all, you know, would hope to get to. The fact of the matter, of course, we all know that there isn't equal access to care under the current system for a variety of reasons. This may actually give some physicians the ability to not charge certain patients or to lower the fees for certain patients, which is difficult to do in the current environment. So it can work both ways, but I, I think it's something that is a good debate topic. It's probably also very important in rural areas where physician care may be limited if you institute a cash-only basis and patients just have no alternative. That really does need to be given some thought. If you've just joined us, you're listening to ReachMD XM233, the channel for medical professionals. I'm your host, Dr. Larry Caskell, and I'm talking with Dr. Rick Kellerman, a practicing family physician in Wichita, Kansas, and president of the American Academy of Family Physicians. We're talking about a new concept known as cash-only medical practices. Since this is the business of medicine, I do like to kind of sometimes probe a little and get into some money issues. Let's say a cash-only practice opens and you as the physician see 15 patients a day, five days a week, 50 weeks a year. Uh, what does that come out to, Doc? Offhand, that comes out to about $175,000 in gross income. And of course, that's just the patient visits. If you're billing for certain procedures, that may be more. But let's say that's $175,000 and that your overhead is less. You can do the calculation from there. So I think that that is what many of the physicians who are attempting this are betting on, is that they can collect that up front, decrease their overhead with fewer billing services. But of course, you've got to take into account any transition time that you may have from going from your old practice to the new one. Are you going to have enough patients? Might you have to have another source of income in the transition period? So, uh, as you mentioned, this is the uh, business of practice, and all of those elements need to be considered. Does the American Academy have any sort of position statements or advice or even help for someone considering doing this? Well, the American Academy of Family Physicians doesn't have a particular position on cash-only practice. What we did do two years ago was that we noticed an increase in the number of alternative practices, uh, cash-only, other types of low-overhead practices, people doing only home visits. And so we have a number of resources for patients who are looking at various types of alternative practice. And so if you go to 
aafp.org and just search for whatever you're looking at, looking for, more than likely you'll find some kind of resource. And lastly, Dr. Kellerman, do you think that cash-only practice is a trend or is it the future? I think it is probably a niche. I think there are certain physicians who this will work well for in their certain environments they may be in. For a number of reasons, I don't think all of us are going to go to cash-only practice. But again, it's something that uh, I find that many physicians dream about and something very interesting to think about. Well, I'd like to thank our guest, Dr. Rick Kellerman. We have been discussing cash-only medical practices. I'm Dr. Larry Caskell, and you've been listening to The Business of Medicine on ReachMD XM, the channel for medical professionals. For comments and questions, send your email to xm at reachmd.com. And thank you for listening. 